Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 18 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a black perspective. We are very glad you are joining us here today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including online training and one-on-one coaching to independent writers, creative and solo professionals, and very small business owners. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking, in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Hello. Good to be here again. Well, today is August 6th, which means we are nearing the end of the official dog days of summer. And so that's what we're going to talk about uh, this week. But first, I wanted to explain exactly what the dog days of summer means. A lot of people think that it's called that because it's so hot. The only thing dogs can do is lay around and, and, and be lazy. But that is actually not the origin of the dog days of summer. It comes from the fact that the dog star, which is called Sirius, mm-hmm. is, is, which, and is the brightest star in the constellation of, of Canis Major, the, the greater dog. The, uh, Sirius is right next to the sun during this time, and it, so that's the hottest part of the year for the Northern Hemisphere. And for the, so for the 20 days before and after, uh, about, about July 26th, when Sirius is closest to the sun, uh, are called the dog days, are very, very hot, and are called the dog days of summer because of the dog star, which is Sirius. And uh, so the ancients thought that the dog star being so close to the sun is what caused the heat. Of course, the heat is caused by the Earth's <laughs> tilt <laughs> towards the sun at that time. And, this, of course, this only applies to the um, northern hemisphere because mm-hmm. it's just the opposite in, in the southern hemisphere. But we're in the northern, mm-hmm. northern hemisphere, so that's uh, what the origin of dog days of summer are. But in uh, common nomenclature, dog days of summer means hot, humid, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, some of the ancients actually thought that bad things happened during the dog days of summer when they were, and they were caused by all kinds of things that had absolutely nothing to do with the real reason <laughs> this is the hot, hottest time of the year in the northern hemisphere. So now that we are clear on what the dog days of summer actually are, and that now that you know or remember that Sirius, the dog star, is the brightest star in the sky, that can be seen from all over the earth. Let's talk about the dog days of summer for the Democrats. <laughs> Actually, the, the dog days officially last from July through August, so we're right in mid-July through mid-August, so we're right in the middle of the dog days. And actually, it's, it's been um, some positive, rather than being the dog days of summer, there have been some positive things happening for the Democrats in the last few weeks, some very, very positive things happening. The biggest negative so far is the recent primary election in Arizona, which, as you know, has become quite a swing state, especially after 2020, when on election night, Fox News, of all places, projected that Arizona was going to go for Joe, Bi- excuse me, for Joe mm-hmm. Biden. That made the former guy livid, <laughs> absolutely livid. And since then, Republicans in, in Arizona and other places, but 
in Arizona tried everything they could do to revert Arizona's electoral college votes even two years later, away from Biden and to Trump, thinking that would help Trump win the presidency two years later. <laughs> so the bad thing, if, if now this was just the primary, but if these four, they were running for governor, attorney general, secretary of state, and one other office that's at the top of the uh, ticket, if those, if those four people would c come into office, they would absolutely, because they're all election deniers, mm -hmm. all four of them are election deniers, meaning they still think that Trump did not lose the 2020 election. Mm -hmm. They would make sure that any votes that they did not like, meaning Democratic votes, would not be counted. If a Democrat w wins 2024, they would not certify those, those electors, mm -hmm. those kinds of things. So that's a very, very dark mm -hmm. incident that happened. Because whoever wins, Republican or Democrat, the actual election integrity means the electors vote the way the people voted. The, the electors are, 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 as a matter of fact, they sign, they swear that they will, they, they will vote according to the popular vote. Mm -hmm. So when they don't, that's a problem. Or when they try to send in an alternate, quote, end of quote, <laughs> slate of electors. So that's the, that's the dark thing that happened this week. The other dark thing that happened this week is uh, we're still fighting the rise of fascism in the United States. Ron DeSantis, who was trying to overtake Trump as the leader of the Republican Party, he, he is actually worse than Trump because he's smarter than Trump. And he is turning Florida into... Low bar. <laughs> that, that, that's a low bar, yes. But he's smarter than Trump. He's uh, more polished than Trump. And uh, so people think he can kind of get things over without the baggage that Trump had. But he is turning Florida into an authoritarian state. All you have to do is think about something that he doesn't like, and he will come after you. He just fired, well, it's typically, technically it's a su suspension, but of the twice-elected Democratic mm -hmm. Attorney General of Florida because that person said that they would not um, prosecute people who uh, were coming for abortions in, in Florida. That means he would not prosecute the abortion doctor. He would not prosecute the woman who was trying to get an abortion. He would not prosecute anybody that helped the woman get, get, get an abortion or prosecute anybody that talked about how to get an abortion. Right. And because he, the, the Attorney General said that's what he would do if the law, if the law changed in Florida, Governor DeSantis fired him. He also, and, and this really hits home because I'm a, former I'm a retired teacher, he also just recently had a statewide seminar and symposium for history teachers in Florida. That he wants them to not teach American history and certainly not woke history, mm -hmm. but he wants them to teach patriotic history which means white supremacist history. He, one, one big glaring example of that is that he says that history teachers should teach that George Washington and Thomas Jefferson were opposed to slavery and never mention that both of them were slaveholders. That, that's not even supposed to be mentioned. And that's the most glaring example. And so we have to really, really keep an eye on Ron DeSantis as Trump's uh, star is falling because of everything that's coming out about the January 6th com yeah, committee. Yeah, I think it's also important well, first of all, absolutely. We need to keep an eye on DeSantis. And I think also what I suspect is happening with some of these wild things that he's doing, like you just mentioned, the suspending, suspending was Andrew Warren, mm -hmm. the, the prosecutor. And, and he's, but he's doing things also, and he's succeeding, because when you make moves like this, you get national attention. Right. And since he's running for, uh, he's, well, well, in a sense, running for president, now, right. although hadn't announced, he has to get on the national stage. Right. He has to get, so the more 
And he probably learned that from Trump. Right. The more outrageous things that you do, that draws enough press attention and discussion. And it also telegraphs Trump's base. And so when he did all these things that he knows that are in line with the far right Republicans. And, far, uh, far right. Far, far right. And, and which is basically the, you know, the culture wars. Mm -hmm. um, he, he, he knows to just keep on dropping these bombs because that's exactly what the former guy did. It was he knew just well time on news drops, right. something that would be done, something that he would attack, somebody that he wanted to, whatever he said. He mm -hmm. knew, okay, if, I, if they say this, he knew, and that's one place where, and I wasn't joking, it's was, it was a low bar because he's not that bright, but one thing that he didn't know how to do, or most people know how to do, was to get press attention. Right. Because he was tuned in to the lowest common denominator aspect of journalism, unfortunately, mm -hmm. which is the infotainment right. aspect. Right. And and he knows that, that he's not worried about serious news. Mm -hmm. He's worried about the, the news that will carry, because that's the news that most people pick up, that most people, what they call water cooler talk. Right, But right. people aren't talking about the budget deficit <laughs> at the kitchen table, but they'll talk all day mm -hmm. about something wild and crazy. Well, right. People always joke about, you know, the cat videos right. on Facebook. So with, uh, without going on and on, but I think that's another reason to watch out for him because the, these things that he's doing is not just indi indicative of his of his views and how dangerous he is, but also it's so hard to manage, I think, in, from the media perspective, to manage someone like this who those in the media who are intelligent realize what he is. Mm -hmm. But how do you not cover mm -hmm. that or how do you add context and, right. and so and the media unfortunately is still catching up to how to cover people like Trump and DeSantis calling playing both sides trying to be fair etc right and they take advantage of that and and so it's, it's something to watch right exactly exactly and the other the other dangerous thing that happened this week as a matter of fact it's still happening is the CPAC conference that's going on in Dallas Texas the CPAC a CPAC is the congressional no the conservative Political Action Committee, mm -hmm. and they are having their convention in Dallas. Conference. Conference, I'm sorry. The Conservative Politi Political Action Conference. They are having their conference um, in Dallas, Texas, as we speak. And the, the guest speaker last Thursday, two days ago, was Victor Orbach, who is the Prime Minister or President. Orban. 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 I'm getting confused with Jerry That's Orbach. Okay. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Orban okay. from Hungary, who is... Racist, sexist, and totally authoritarian. Real quick, keep going. Okay. We're racist. When he was in Dallas, he said, he said a Christian politician cannot be racist. And he, he dares to call himself Christian to begin with. Right. And a Christian cannot be racist, which is just absurd. Exactly. Absurd because Christians are the ones who were in charge of the slave trade, among other things. And violence against black people because the Ku Klux Klan tried to rename themselves the Christian Citizens Council. Okay. So a little, a little bit of history on there. But... Orban, Orban says that he believes in illiteral, illiteral democracy, which means no rights for anybody unless they are white Christian male. He's totally anti-LGBT. He says they're, they're, the only genders are men and women, that people should be married, that you know, every, oh, oh, and of course. Men and women should be married. Ma I, that's right, sorry. Yeah, right. Men and women should be married. Uh, there's no such thing as um, same-sex marriage, no such thing as LGBT rights, right. no such thing as rights for women. No as, gender definition. No, no, no gender that. definition, nothing. And of course, he's also against immigration. He, spe he specifically said he does not want Hungary to become a mixed-race country. So, but then on the other hand, he turns around and says that he's not racist. The thing about this is, is that he got 
multiple standing ovations yep. at the CPAC conference. And that is, that is alarming, but it's also showing how the Republican Party, at least a good majority of the Republican Party, is, is not only turning authoritarian, but praising authoritarian. Now here's um, something that he said, and BBC News, right in line with that. He said that he got a standing ovation when he read from the Hungarian Constitution. So it's not just that he himself doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. He has now put this in the Hungarian Constitution, declaring marriage to be only between one man and one woman. So they now have that in their Constitution. Right. And that's exactly that, what the right wing in America right, wants. They want, they want, so they want that in Constitution. And then his quote was, less drag queens and more Chuck Norris. And anybody who knows anything about Chuck Norris knows how far right and off the edge he is. And then also he said, we are in terms of the mixed race issue, we are, we are willing to mix with one another, but we do not want to become peoples of mixed race. Right, so right. That's, that, and that's where his person, uh, his former assistant, I think it was, resigned. Right, right. So that's, it's, a, it's straight Nazism. Nazism. Yeah, his personal assistant of 20 years, when he made that statement, his personal assistant of 20 years resigned right then and there because he said that kind of talk is straight out of Nazi, straight out of Goebbels' mm -hmm. mouth. Mm -hmm. and, um, so, and this is exactly what these people want. They want to go back to, they praise Hitler, they think Hitler was, was a hero, and they want to go back to those kinds of philosophies. So that's very dangerous that the, that the Republican Party is, is, is embracing this. And those, who, those in the Republican Party who are not outright embracing it are staying silent, which is the same which thing. Which is the same thing that happened in, in Germany again. That's exactly that what happened in Germany. They just stayed silent. Right, they just stayed silent and let this go on. And so th just this week, those are two very troubling scenarios. And that's why people talk about, our, when people bring up the issue of, of potential civil war. Right. That's where that's coming from. Exactly. And, and that, well, I'll just leave it at that. That's, that's why that's not out of, out of the realm of possibility, civil war in some form. Right. There, there's, all, there's different forms of civil war. But we're at the, we are at the brink of a serious divide is right. the best way. You right. know, because the, it's, so hot, it's so hotly contested and people are so, and, and, and really not willing to budge any right. further. That's when you begin to have this kind of instance. Right. When you start right. talking about people, right. you know, the, the folks, those of us who are, those of us who are pro-choice, we just, for example, we, we, we refuse you get to a point where you say no more. Right. And a lot of these women and men who support that, regardless of what the law says. And when you have other folks like those on the side of the, of, of the Republicans, who at this point are willing to invite someone like, someone like Orban to speak at their conference and right. embrace why Aryan nations Semitism. For a long time, they tried to duck. They, they would always try to insert somebody. We, we would have pictures of the Republican conference, and they, the cameras are trying to catch somebody black, somebody destroyed right. the Western They're not even trying to do that they, anymore. They're not, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. Right. And, uh, and speaking of abortion, the other good thing, I mean, mind-blowing good thing that happened was the vote in Kansas. And that was also on Tuesday. Kansas was trying to put into their constitution abolishing abortion. And so they put this up to a vote in the primary in Kansas, knowing that uh, primaries historically have a lower turnout and more Republicans than Democrats vote in the, vote in the primary most of the time. And so they, and, and they also worded, the, worded what was on the ballot so that no meant yes and yes meant no. Right, they tried to confuse. They, 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 right. so, so they tried and to they confuse people for it. And, yeah. and they tried to have it during the primary that, rather than during the general election, hoping that more Republicans would turn out. But there's two places where they went very wrong because 60% voted no against the um, amendment, meaning that they did not want abortion outlawed in Kansas. Right. 60%. And where they, 
their first mistake was downplaying the, the, the power of women, number one. <laughs> exactly. And number two, in Kansas, you can, when there's a candidate on the ballot, Republicans have to vote for Republicans, and Democrats have to vote for Democrats, and independents have to declare whether they're going to vote for one party or the other. But this was, this was not a candidate. This was a, this was mm -hmm. a, a, a ballot initiative. So anybody could vote. Independents, Democrats, Republicans, uh, anybody could vote on this, and the majority of Democrats, and there aren't that many Democrats in Kansas, <laughs> Democrats, Republicans, yeah, yeah, really. and especially independents, voted against this amendment. And if I could say, from, this is from MSNBC's uh, website, but it says on, I'll just read the first graph, but it says on Tuesday night in a state, former President Donald Trump won with 56.1% of the vote an initiative called the Value Them Both Amendment, and that wording right there exactly. was resoundingly rejected at the ballot box. The both in the title refers to mother and baby. Mm -hmm. The amendment's clearly anti-abortion nomenclature equated a full-formed adult woman with a blastocyst. It lost 58.8% to 41.2, so it wasn't even close. In Kansas, that that's a strong defeat pretty much anywhere. Right. But, but in Kansas, that's a blowout. They have not voted for a Democrat for president in Kansas since LBJ in 1964. That's how red Kansas is. Although they have had a Democratic governor, right. they have some Dem the one who, who was taken to be ahead of, of HUD. Of how, the woman, the woman governor of Kansas. Kansas. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they've had a Democratic governor, and of course they have some Democratic um, spots in Kansas. But it is mostly a, a, a strong, strong red race, state. Deep red state. And, and but going back into history, you remember Kansas is the state that they were fighting about when it wanted to become into the union on whether it should be a free state or a slave state. And so that's where uh, they, uh, that was one of the causes of the Civil War about what, what to what, uh, um, bringing in new states and whether they should be free or, or slave. And that's where John Brown was from and all of that. So Kansas has quite the history. The Compromise yeah. of 1850 took place in Kansas. So it's, 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 if you go to the website, right, right. We Are Speaking website, I did a whole post on that. On Kansas? On, on Kansas on and the Compromise, okay, yes. Right. And, and the Compromise of 1850. So I'm not going to go into that right now because we have some other things to go into. But that's but, interesting, though. Yeah. But so those were that that was that was the one of the biggest things that happened this week, uh, because it it shocked everybody. It shocked everybody in that Kansas voted down not abolishing abortion in the state, and but then also now let's go to all of the positive things mm -hmm. that have happened since in the last few weeks, and the recent Democratic wins. Okay, a few weeks ago, about a month ago, this, the Senate passed, and when I say the Senate passed, the House of Representatives, which has a thin but secure majority of Democrats, they vote for just about everything the Democrats and most of the people in America want. But then it goes to, it goes to die in the Senate. And so when I say the Senate voted on something, that means it's able to go to the president's desk. So they voted in the CHIPS Act, which, which brings manufacturing of computer chips back to the United States. The majority of computer chips, and you know con computer chips are needed for everything, from your watch to your coffee right. maker That's to right. your car. Right. There are cars sitting on the lot that cannot be sold because one chip is missing that makes the car run. And then that also had a problem with, made a problem of the supply chain even worse because there were boats sitting in the ocean outside of Long Beach, California, that couldn't unload uh, their chips. And having to wait for the chips to come back to the United States that are manufactured in Asia, that was a big problem. So the CHIP Act was passed. So that, that was a big win. 
And then gas prices have dropped precipitously oh, yeah. in the last few weeks. It's, it, they're down about 80 cents from where they were just a couple of months ago. And so that, of course, uh, brings inflation down. And so the, the, the thing that we have to watch for in November, because at first the Republicans wanted to run on high gas prices and high inflation, right. but now that gas prices and inflation are coming down, then they're going to go to the culture wars. And that's where they can always, almost always win. Right, right. And, and so we have, we have to kind of watch for that. Oh, kind of watch for that. And speaking of inflation, yesterday, finally, yesterday meaning Friday, finally, Arizona Senator Kristen Semina Cinema. Cinema decided she was going to support the Inflation right. Reduction Act, which was designed and passed by Chuck Schumer and, and, and Joe Manchin, of all people. <laughs> and because the bill is a reconciliation bill, each party gets two chances per year to have a reconciliation bill that only needs a simple majority, not the full 60 votes. That means they could pass this bill with no Republican votes, which made Mitch McConnell very <laughs> mad. Very mad, and they passed it after the chips bill was passed, mm-hmm. and so, so and this is this was a good slate of hand of of, of Schumer. And so the, the chips bill was passed in the afternoon, and then they announced this uh, new bill, the inflation, right, right. Re- which Manchin named the Inflation Reduction Act. That's and, right. And then the Republicans were so mad that this was passed without them and without the stamp of approval of Mitch McConnell, they decided not to pass the PAC Act which would protect veterans who have been um, negatively affected by being around burn pits. And so from Wednesday all the way through Tuesday when it was finally passed, the Republicans said, oh, we're going to stomp our feet because we didn't get our way, and we don't care that better veterans aren't going to get their health care. So they voted it down. So they're going to, they're, so they're, they're really burning their own house down. Right, right. I mean, and, they, and they finally relented because it was the exact same bill, except for one, literally one sentence, that they had voted on overwhelmingly just a month before. So the final version of the bill is going to be introduced today. And that's a major win uh, for the president. The, the, other, the Re- Reduction Act, right. The right. Reduction mm-hmm. Act. The mm-hmm. But I think more interesting to pay attention to is, is, is uh, Senator Manchin. Because he, as expected, he took heat. Right. That, but he wasn't willing to take heat for a long time. Right. He was trying to step, step, play to his side, to the side. The fact that he's done this to me says that something's getting through to him. I think that, again, as, as we discussed, I believe, last week, the lack of a better term, uh, popular wisdom says that the Democrats are going to lose it in, in November. Historically, that's what happens. So, so yeah, yeah, but big. You know, we're, right. we're losing, right now we have the, the Senate. They're saying we're going to we're going to lose that as well as the house. Right. Yeah, but there are those uh, like Howard Dean mm-hmm. and others who are saying that's not necessarily so. Not, this not time. just for the far far right of the crazy candidates they're running. But I think the when you look at certain si- signs, and I think Manchin is now he's been playing the card because he's been he's get he's he's milked this for all it's worth. The fact that he is the the swing vote. You have to please me to get what you want. And he's been, like a lot of people have said, like Lucy in, in Peanuts, you know, right. pulling away the football at the last minute. Well, this time he didn't pull it away. Right. And I think it's because he's beginning to see, you know what, I think I'm, you know, this could, I might not have that power anymore, so let me get on the right side of things early so I don't get shut out. And this is what we've been saying, and we have to, we're, we're getting close to the end, so we're going to come back to this. But what we've been saying, we really only need two more Democratic senators. The, at least two more make Cinema and Manchin's votes irrelevant. Because we'd still have a majority with, with 52. So if those two didn't vote the, you know, with the party line, we'd still have 50 plus one. If we have 54 or 56 
senators. Mm -hmm. That would really get things yeah. going because we would almost be at 60 for the important things that everybody says Biden didn't do, but he couldn't, he can't do it until the Senate approves it. So they blame Biden when it's really the Senate. Right. So, nice. so that, oh, and, and Manchin was on all the Sunday shows last week. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, touting the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. And that made all the Republicans mad at him. Well, for him to come out front like that is ripped. That, it's, he has it's, never, never He's done never done that. that. And that's why the Republicans are so mad, because they thought he was their boy. Well, also, it, for him to do that means he put himself in a position where he couldn't back down. Exactly. See, before exactly. he's always been kind of like over in the corner where he could he could flip and he turned and say, well, yes, no. But by doing that, that move, he, that also signals the president. And others are where he is, is that when he's willing to get on, on all Sunday shows mm. and put it out there, which means we, now you know. Right, this right, is right. That, and so he, he's signaling more he wants to be on the Democratic side, which is a good thing for us. Right, exactly. Also this week, we're at the lowest unemployment in decades at 3.5%, the lowest defi deficit in decades. And then yesterday, Friday, another blockbuster jobs report, the U.S. economy added 528,000 jobs, and that pushed unemployment down to 3.5. But also, this is why elections matter. Two things happened yesterday, Thursday and yesterday, having to do with Attorney General Merrick Garland. People keep saying, what's taking you so, what's taking you so long you know, with Trump? And they don't realize that indicting Trump is a big deal in many, 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 many yeah. ways. So he has to get it right the first time. Number one. But on the other hand, he went into Kentucky, who has that has a Republican attorney general who would not look further into the murder of Breonna Taylor. Well, okay. that's, and and the, the, the Republican, two years ago, the Republican attorney general who could, who's, who's thinking about running for governor of Kentucky, Kentucky has a Democratic governor mm -hmm. right now, by the way, refused to look further into what happened with that no-knock warrant. Mm -hmm. When they just bust in, bur burst into her apartment, her boyfriend, who, has a, who was legally carrying a gun, didn't know who it was, so he shot at them. He didn't know who they were. They didn't announce themselves. They didn't, you know, they just busted into the door. And if somebody's busting into your door, the first thing you think, who's, who's breaking mm -hmm. in? Exactly. And so then when he shot at them, they shot, I think, like 60 times. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> they, they, yeah they and then hit her like 12 times. Yeah, hit her like it was crazy. And all that they were accused of was shooting into the, the wall of the apartment and endangering her white neighbor. Mm -hmm. That's all. Well, mm -hmm. and Attorney General Garland went into Kentucky and pulled a federal law. And now all four of those police officers, two of them are retired or moved on, and two of them are still active. All four of them are, have been indicted. Which is great. Which, oh, which is great. And, and also for, t for the fact that, and that also, with them, we do have to kind of wrap it up, but, right. but the concern about Garland not being willing to step up. So right, that, exactly. That, that kind of puts a nail in that. Exactly, because that, that, that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. And he, so, so he indicted them on federal charges, since, since the state attorney general wouldn't indict them on state charges. Right. And the right. other and the other thing is with Brittany Griner, and we're going to talk about Brit Griner's case in a in, in a future thing because we don't mm -hmm. have time now. Right. But Brittany Griner confessed to, to having those vapes in her thing, although a lot of people think they were planted. But she right. had to confess in order to move the the, the, the case forward. forward. That's right. That's right. And talking about how elections matter, the other person who was still who was been in a Russian prison for four years, Paul Whelan. His family asked Trump over and over and right, over and nothing, to intervene, and he did, and he nothing, did nothing, nothing because he will. Trump will do nothing to uh, go against Putin, and he even said uh, Trump even said about Brittany Griner that she was spoiled, a spoiled millionaire on drugs. Okay, which is sick. Which is which is which is ridiculous. So meanwhile, Brittany had to confess 
and the sentence had to be done. She was sentenced to nine and a half years. The maximum is 10 years. She was sentenced to nine and a half years, and on the as horrible as that is, that helps move it to another stage. Mm -hmm. So they're trying for a two-for-one swap. Russia wants back this horrible person, and so we're working. When I say we, I mean mm -hmm. the United States mm -hmm. government is working on that, and it's going to be several weeks more of negotiations. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be like next week. Mm -hmm. but at and least, they're dragging their feet. And the too. Russians are dragging their feet on purpose. on purpose. And we can talk about Brittany Griner specifically later, mm -hmm. but... That's why elections matter, because if it was Trump, those two would never get out yeah, of prison in right. Russia. They, he could care less, right. because anything Putin wants is what he wanted. And so that's how I wanted to end it. So, yes, it's the dog days of summer, but not so much for the Democrats. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we will talk to you next week. Yep. See you next week.